and peek. <laughs> Don't mess with the mama bear. <laughs> Nine minutes of sausage. Oh, we'd better be talking about a different type of sausage. Washing up. If you wa if I walk in and Dale's washing up, I'm like, fucking hell. Anything worse than sticking a dick in there as well as the funny dislocation. <laughs> I feel like Dale's just really aggressive in the bedroom. Like, <laughs> no, not me. Your mum's tuppence featured a bit of sex and a lot of sausage. Dogs. Hi everyone and welcome back to Mama Social, the podcast. I'm Lauren. And I'm Kaylee. I always do that. I, I know, you pause. Speak. Um, but that that's fine. Just, yeah. just roll with it. Just have a sip of your lemon water and get some air to the brain. Oh man. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like my brain is one on fire, but also I have no way to put it out. So it's just <laughs> on like a go slow. You know, when you, you say just to fling some water at you to wake you up a bit. <laughs> no, please Because I can. And they cry. <laughs> oh, honestly, this week has been a whirlwind of nonsense. Nonsense. But also just really good as well. So it's hard to, to just take a breath and just think about the small wins and not wanting... To kick yourself in the shin. Oh, well. Speaking of this. Pitten. Peak. I nearly forgot what it was called. Pitten Peak. Pitten Peak. You really go for it, don't you? You've got a proper singing voice. You're going to have to teach me that. The old the old me is coming out. Seeping out of the paws. So... What's your pit and pit of the week? Pit, go. Um, <laughs> there's too many. I can't think of one. Oh. I feel like my life is so mediocre <laughs> that yeah. nothing good or bad happens. It's just all okay. Um, no, right. So, pit, um, mash vomited on the carpet. And I had to clean it up. That could be my pit. Um, Why did he vomit? Because he's a greedy little piggy. Oh, no. um, I gave him and Smokey a treat. And Mash Hogs both gets really, really weird and protective over them. Doesn't let Smokey come anywhere near them. And by like treat, I mean like a big bone type one. Um, so he scoffed them both. As Steve. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> A big boner. <laughs> um, no, not that type of bone. Okay. Um, just like a nice chewy one. Um, so yeah, he like wolfs them down and then vomits. So like there was actual like, like a chunk of bone that I had to pick up. Ew. I know. I am so glad I do not have my dog anymore. Oh, Kaylee. Honestly, like I don't know how you're doing it. I don't know how your parenting and parenting two... So parenting one child and parenting two dogs and a Glen. Like, I've got four children. <laughs> I've got four kids. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't know what you're doing. How? I don't know. Some some days it's fine and some days I also question 
that. Because <laughs> you didn't want both dogs at the time, did you? No, no, I did. I really, okay, really tell me them. how. Tell us that story again. So, Smokey, obviously, I have had for five years coming up. And this is I greedy Gannet. No, no, no. So Smokey is Mash. perfect angel. Okay. Smokey is perfect angel baby. Like absolutely just most beautiful sausage dog on the whole planet. He's a little bit chunky at the minute. Um, but he's just perfect. I can see the love in your eyes at this moment. Like Smokey, honestly. I, when I was pregnant, I'm not joking, right? I used to say to Glenn, how could I, how could I love anything more than Smokey? Like, how could I ever love anything more than Smokey? And even when I had Orcs for the first few weeks, Glenn would just always randomly ask us, so who do you love more, Smokey or Orcs? And I'd always be like, both the same. <laughs> because I really felt like I loved them both the same until obviously the love for my child completely took over. Um, but I felt a bit sorry for Smokey when I had Orcs. Um because he didn't get my whole attention like he used to like honestly that dog was my like he was my absolute everything like we went on four hour walks a day like he, he couldn't walk a lot for his little legs um and I just felt a little bit like I'd ruined his life oh I know and we had always wanted another dog we'd always said that we wanted to and I just thought that when I had a six month old baby that was the perfect time to get a puppy if anyone is thinking about that, don't do it. I agree. Do not get a puppy with a tiny baby because that is hard work. Mm -hmm. That is hard work. And I feel like I've ruined Smokey's life twice in six months <laughs> <laughs> because he was really, really excited when he first seen MASH and obviously they were in the house together he was really excited and then I swear to god after a few hours when he realized that he wasn't leaving Smokey sat staring at the front door he'd literally he packed his bags and he was ready to go Aww. I'll have to show you the photo of him just sat at the front door he was just sat staring at the front door thinking let me out of this house now what has this woman done to but me? now they do really love each other um they get on very well they're very snuggly they have lots of play fights and stuff um but yeah Mash is a little twat <laughs> This is the only way I can put it. He's just I've never met a dog like him. I he's a hundred percent got ADHD. Like I've I've Googled the hell out of dogs having ADHD and I mentioned it at the vet and they were like, possibly. Genuinely think he's got ADHD. He's just a million miles an hour, never stops, never stops crying, never stops wanting to be in your face. He's literally on your head. The way that he goes on taking him out for a walk you have never seen anything like Why? it what do you do psychopath to other dogs so like he's angry. a bit he's a bit scared of other dogs no um but it's just like getting getting him out of the house he's like i'll have to video it and show you because you just you wouldn't understand the way by the time you get out of the house i'm ready to fling myself down a ditch <laughs> It's that stressful. And then he's like a whippet on a lead and he's constantly... Pulling. Pulling. So when he walks with the dogs, aren't that enjoyable anymore and I'm really sad about it. This is Poppy, when we had Poppy. Mm. Like, she was a nut job. Mm -hmm. Now you're saying ADHD completely. Swear to God. We always had, like, me mum and dad had King Charles's. So, like, they are just lap dogs. So I'm only ever used to a dog just lying down yeah um or when they're really little puppies 
actually play and fetch. This dog was off her nut, just would run about, jump all over. But then she was my dog and I loved her and she got yeah. me through some deep, dark times. But then when we rehomed her to be oh. cleaner, um, I realised that dogs aren't loyal. Yeah, <laughs> hoes ain't loyal. These dogs ain't loyal because she couldn't have give two fucks about me. Stood at that door, but at least she was happy. Crying. At least she was happy. Honestly, my mom says to me all the time, "Would you not give him away?" And I'm like, "Absolutely not." Like as much as he is a little nut job, like he's just he's gorgeous, stunning, just so loving. Like I couldn't live without the dogs. I really couldn't. I'm just so. It, at the time, I was like, "This is not what we need to do." As in me selfishly wanting to keep her. But as a family, within two days, it was like, I can breathe a little sigh of relief kind of thing. Because the kids were on me, the house was on me, the dog was on me. I'd gone back to work and it was just, okay, Dale, you were right. (laughs) Yeah. But looking back. They are tying, like dogs are tying. Yeah. And And people were saying... Why have you got a dog? You are never in the house. Yeah, see, I am. Like, I, I am. So it just made no sense. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was going through some deep, dark shit with my We're going to have health. to really dive into the deep, dark shit. Yeah. We'll have to talk about the deep, dark shit. Maybe I mean, not on the episode where we're supposed to be talking about sex. I know. I don't know how we've <laughs> got into this deep, dark conversation about sausage dogs. <laughs> Nine minutes of sausage. I know. We're meant to be talking about a different type of sausage. sausage. <laughs> um, so, so you, anyway, you I peak. picked up Masha's sick, and that's me pit. Um, me peak of the week would be I went out to socialise um, and I had a few drinks and I was in bed for 12am and I didn't have a hangover the next day so I managed to have a lovely wonderful beautiful breakfast hangover free stunning isn't that the best it is incredible when you've had a mint night but you've also not woke up hungover it- beautiful because I feel like as soon as I hit my 30s hangovers erupted yeah well I didn't have to hit 30 I've been getting hangovers since the second I sniffed alcohol (laughs) it's because you're allergic remember Um, yeah I'm allergic (laughs) so I'm very happy you socialized and uh, then had a lovely time with Glenn for breakfast oh Oh, 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 otherwise, <laughs> <laughs> she's moving her eyeballs in a very funny way. So she must have had a nice time. We did, we did, we did. But it, I think it's just nice to have that time away to reconnect. Isn't yeah, it? it was lovely. Honestly, I was so excited to go to bed because the hotel that we stayed in, I've stayed there before, and the beds are so comfortable, and it's just the best sleep ever. The best sleep. Well, I was out on Saturday just catching up with me Bessie and we went for food and then we were like should we stay out for a few drinks or should we go home and it was like I just want sleep I need sleep right now so I went to sleep and it was fabulous until I woke up at half past two and Dale was in the kitchen with some of his friends that he brought back and I was like what are you doing they were like, we're being quiet. I was like, 
You're not. You've walked me up. You've clearly walked me up with Dale jumping around with the guitar out. A guitar. Oh, yeah. That's how we fell in love. He serenaded me. But well, can he sit? Can he play the guitar properly? Oh, he used to. Does write... he sing? Unbelievable. Like when we first got together, we when I... could have got Dale to write us a little jingle. Honestly, his writing skills. When I first got with him, Dale was like busking and writing songs, and they were just mint you know that type of arctic monkey yeah, like yeah. type of vibe um who's his favorite i need to hear it well he's deleted everything off like youtube <sighs> and everything what he had a youtube he had everything he was mint anyway um so when he's had a few drinks oh he plays the saxophone as well what That's the hell sexy. like our when people say what is your thing with i don't know if i'd find the saxophone sexy or it is the most sexy is instrument it? what does but- he do with it <laughs> Like, I, do, I don't think I'd find a... Like, a guitar, I think, like, that could be, like, quite sexy. No, but, like, a saxophone so, like, loud? Yeah, but the... No, when they play it, it's what like... What does he play? The saxophone. Is this how sexy time begins for you? Possibly. But he did sell his really expensive saxophone because he was like, I'm just not using it. So he hasn't had a saxophone for over a year now mm-hmm. and he always says i need to get back into it and i'm like dale you don't even see us let alone like going off and playing your saxophone yeah for hours at a time anyway he needs to have a little hobby so he should i should allow him to invest in his saxophone but he has got a shitty one upstairs because the first year we got together it was me that bought me it because he always said he would love to learn how to play the saxophone. Yeah. So I bought him a starter saxophone and I got him some lessons. And he was like, this is the best. It was the same year that we bought each other slush puppies. And we didn't know we were buying, you know, like that. We woke up on Christmas morning. Yeah. Passed as my Christmas present. He got the same. And we were like, what's in here? <laughs> it was the same present. It was a slush machine. Um, I think that's when I knew we were meant for each other. Meant to be. Yeah, so he, I came in at half past two, he's got the guitar, all the lads are singing, because his mates know his songs, so there was a song called Better Days Ahead that mm-hmm. he wrote, so when they're out, is it Better Days Ahead? Anyway, I think it's that, I, I never knew all the words. Um, So they were all just singing this song, anyway, I said, come on, wrap it up, and if we do this, that means, come on, even with the kids, like Freddie knows if I wiggle my fingers round in a circle yeah it you're doing um, time to go like, kind of wind the winding the bobbin up with our fingers yeah so if in a soft play freddie's off and i go freddie and time he goes go. up and he knows to go um so i did that to dale and he looked at us and smiled and i went back to bed and then four o'clock dale got into bed stop it so i must have fell back to sleep yeah 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 so um, they were obviously being quiet four o'clock he he got into bed and i was like our children are coming back here in what five hours well i hope he was up oh can you just remind us if this was the pit or the peak of your week oh i didn't even get into them but let's say this is the i'm sure this i'm sure you were telling us the peak no because you went out to socialize why not i didn't even get into mine oh i was i was congratulating you on your oh i get you i get you um but my peak was going out and socialising, but it was the one where, eh, I'm so naughty. This week I've socialised twice. You so, go out, you get yourself about you. I'm a whore for How do you manage this? So I can't speak today. What's socialising? Socialising. So, 
Friday, and you deal with, so this is me peak, and you deal was out on Saturday with the lads. So I was like, I'm not going to have any free time away from the kids. Mm-hmm. So I'm going out tonight. So you should. And he was like, absolutely fine. I'll put the men's to bed. So I text my girlfriend whose birthday it was that week. And I just said, very last minute, but do you want to go and grab some tea at Luciano's? She was like, let me get the green light. Ten minutes later, I've got the green light. Oh God, the Let's green go. Light. So I was absolutely buzzing because it was like two hours before we were meant to go. That is unheard of in yeah. my world, isn't oh it? Oh God, like, yeah. It's once in a blue I can't moon. think of, I need two weeks notice. Yeah, it was perfect. So I had a little trot down, had a nice walk. And then we had a fabulous time and we had that much fun, we forgot to pay. So we got back home. You didn't. Forgot to pay. You walked out without paying. At me local. Mm. (laughs) So I text the uh, manager on Facebook just saying, I'm so sorry. And he was like, I was just about to message you to remind you. He's like, this is the third time this has happened, Kayleigh. Third? (laughs) Kayleigh? But I'm like, well, you know, I'm not going anywhere. Like, I'll come down tomorrow. You know where I live. Uh You know who I am. He actually does know where we live. Um, Yeah, so I went and paid that off on the Saturday when I ended up there again because my mother-in-law was like, "Um, do you want us to have the kids tonight? No, she said it to Freddie. So she didn't ask me. While I was in the room, she was like, do you want to sleep at Granny's tonight? I think it was on the Friday or what? No, no, it was Saturday. And I was like, not saying anything. Thinking, I know deal's out. Mm-hmm. Like, but I'm not going to say a thing. Because that means night I have myself. a night to myself. Oh, there's nothing better. So this day, my best friend, her husband was out with deal. So I was like, are you kid free? Because if you're not, I'm just going to come to yours. But if you are, do you want to go and get some dinner? So she was like, absolutely. absolutely. So yeah, that was that was my peak that we had like actual time, brilliant to myself. That was spontaneous. Yes. The pit, now I know we've talked about it, but I think it's going to be really important to just share the little journey because it can, I don't know what's going to come of it. Mm-hmm. So the pit of me week is that we've had a little diagnosis freddie with something called objective tinnitus yeah which i didn't know was a thing but two weeks ago i'll just quickly give you a little i know you know um but two weeks ago i was cuddling into freddie in bed and just thought i was having a stroke so shouted dale in and i was like dale listen to the bands here how old's Freddie? Freddie's five. Yeah, five. So Dale's like lifted his head up like, what the hell is that? And I was like, so you can hear that too? And he said, yeah. And I was like, right. And Freddie looked at me and just went, mum, you can hear that. And I went, yeah, what is that? He went, oh, I, I don't know, but I've had it for a very long time. And I was like, oh, darling, why haven't you said? So basically, Freddie has a siren in his head that yeah. literally sounds like, that is audible to other people. I find that mental that you could hear it. It, it like insane. So to him, we just keep calling it his superpower. Yeah. He's excited. The teacher said he had all the kids wanted to listen to his superpower. So they were all lined up listening on really? his head at the end of last week. Um, the teacher, 
she's had a little listen and everybody's face when they hear it they just go what like the eyes go wide and they're like what the fuck is that I know. and then they go oh wow freddie what an amazing thing and just don't ever want him to be scared yeah you don't want him to be scared or worried so i um googled the hell out of it obviously rang the gp he just fobbed us off and basically said are you sure it's not your ears and i was like definitely not my ears that's why i got my husband um he just fobbed us off and just told us to go away like there's nothing really we can do i was not happy with that so rang freddie has glue ear uh-huh. so we have audiology audiology appointments every three months so they brought us in on the tuesday so like three four days after mm-hmm. um and by this point i'd found something called objective tinnitus on the internet and it literally was everything it's the only form of tinnitus that can be cured because there's something amiss there's basically a blockage somewhere yeah and because we've checked it's in time with his heartbeat so that would help that um to say that there's it's a blood flow issue that's the scary part so went in on the tuesday she literally was there 30 seconds and just said it's objective tinnitus and i was like right okay that makes sense for everything she said we're gonna need mri ct blood tests all the while freddie's just like living his best life she brought four other audiologists in because they have never two of them had never even heard of it yeah and the main audiologist had said for in 30 years i've owned this is the second person that she's seen and the only child that she knows of that Mm -hmm. has ever had it um so it's a really rare thing and to him there's nothing wrong with him but But it can be cured it can be cured this it's the only like i said the only tinnitus that can be cured but they have to find the source of the potential blockage scans scans yeah and then we just move forward so we have got um our e and t ease nose and throat consultation so that was only the other day and i got a text yesterday for the referral so i actually rang the gps you know i was with you i was yeah i was with you when you rang the gp just to let the receptionist know to pass on a message to the gp that it wasn't you (laughs) and that there is in fact a noise and that it's been diagnosed and it was a brilliant phone call to listen to. <laughs> Don't mess with a mama nah. bear. Like, we just get told that. that I we definitely think that the mom instinct is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that we do know if we need to go to hospital or we need to ring 111. I feel like you just you know yeah like you know if you do and you know if you don't like sometimes when Oaks is being poorly my mom would be like oh you need to take him to hospital and I'm like I don't he's he's fine he's all right he's gonna be fine Mm -hmm. like I'd know Mm -hmm. if I needed to take him yeah it was the same thing when he's gluey got diagnosed Mm -hmm. everybody was just like so it's basically when you get um a viral infection yeah liquid goes behind your eardrum oh my god to protect your eardrum I wonder if I've got gluey probably are you deaf no. Okay. So it's it's it basically it muffles sound. All right. Okay. No, so once you get well, the the liquid d- dissolves and just disappears. Whereas in children, have you heard of grommets? Yeah. So grommets basically get put in and just get rid of all the liquid. Uh-huh. So Freddie, for the last year and a half, 
well, he just started ignoring us. And I was like, and he's not the band to ignore. Like, you know if a band is being rude. Like, yeah. he's not that type of kid. Like, he just and couldn't hear you. He, ha- he could hear us if he was facing us because he was reading my lips. But So we were doing this game where I'd, I'd go, right, let's play a game. What number is mummy saying? And I'd put my hand in front of my mouth and he'd be waiting for us to speak. But I've said seven, three seconds ago. And he'd just yeah. be smiling. And I was like, Dale, there's something wrong with his hearing. He was like, the teachers haven't said that. He's just distracted watching the telly or something. And I'm like, it's not. So I made an appointment. And they do this, like, just at the GPs, there's these, like, high-pitched, like, sticks that they smash together. Uh-huh. And he couldn't hear any of them high-pitched noises. No. So got audiology appointment. And they were like, yeah, he's got glue in both ears. Uh-huh. So we have to just... You need to fail the test three times because his hearing was starting to be affected. Yeah. Um, and every time we went, it goes slightly up or slightly down, but it never it's never hit the peak that it once was. Mm-hmm. So they were like, we don't think he needs grommets, but then all this has happened. So I think it's called the eustachian tube, which is the tube between your, your nasal cavity and your ear. And that can sometimes be the form of this objective tinnitus. Uh-huh. And what gives me hope for that is he's had this little noise for about a year where he goes, <clears throat> and this noise is to do with like this, it feels like there's something stuck somewhere. Yes, yeah, as if he's trying to clear something. Uh-huh. Like, to the point where like people around him would be like, Freddie, stop doing that noise. And I said to him, like, what are you doing that for like nicely and he just said i don't know mom it just feels nice and i went and yeah. crack on just keep doing it darling keep doing it doesn't it. matter if you're irritating other people like crack on but that comes with this objective tinnitus yeah nosebleeds which he's had he's had his nose cauterized last year because about eva's age he started getting nosebleeds so there's just there's so much the weirdest part of it is when he's asleep it goes away it just stops and they said that could that be to do with relying down. Or, uh, so the the blockage or the liquid or the pressure clears. is like flat. So yeah, there we are. There's my pit. Just oh, the human worry. body. I know, oh, nothing but a worry. But I'm really good with, what's that saying that it's not compartmentalise? I, I, I have Where no part, idea part what you're trying to say. Meant- what? Google it. There's what? a saying where you like can, like people are screaming this down the like the I don't I don't now. know what I'm even supposed to Google. Car part. <laughs> <laughs> no, part car mentalize or something. Part car car part mentalize. Mar mar mentalize. Compartmentalise that one. Divide into discrete sections uh-huh. or categories. So I'm very good at what is it? Compartmentalise. Compartmentalise. Com- I'm good at that. Just can't say it. Where I can be on a task. I'm really focused with that. Move on to the next thing, and then this hits us, and I'm like, "Fuck! What happens if there's something really wrong? Is it healthy to compartmentalise emotions?" Oh God. No. This can be healthy, a healthy defensive strategy when dealing with trauma or PTSD. Okay. This is me. So you ignore things. Until it rears its ugly yeah. head. Yeah. So when somebody mentions it, like me right now, I can feel my heart rate 
going high but yeah. then I'm very good at bringing myself down down and I think okay it's not happening now so don't worry about it we worry about it when we get to that point yeah but yeah, yeah. if we I'm can... like that I can I can like switch things off until I Detach. need to deal with it yeah mm-hmm. yeah yeah so none of this um 27 minutes that we've talked about right now is about sex no nah, I know so do you want to take your mind off um Siren head. <laughs> oh, little superpower siren. Um, take your mind off that by talking. Let's, Let's talk, talk about sex, baby. That is mad. We did not plan that at fucking all. Lauren, we are synced. We just so, period's so going to sync. So no, when's your period, Joe? Oh, I'm a 21 day cycle girl. Oh uh, yeah, so I'm I'm usually about 26. Yeah. So we'll never be the same. Never. Anyway, our vocals can be. So there we are. So sex. How has sex... Has sex been a big part of your life as an adult? Um, Or is it just because some people are just like, meh? I mean, there's been phases Mm -hmm. where it's fizzled out slightly. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it's it's a large, large part. Mm -hmm. And I think personally for me very very important very important agree totally agree i don't want to live with my best mate <laughs> no <laughs> need a shag <laughs> honestly god i agree yeah with absolutely everything I, honest like if i go a certain amount of time without it can't even stand to look at him <laughs> but is that the intimacy side mm-hmm. so us girls need a little bit more affection oh yeah I would yeah say. so if dale just i think we talked about the other week once this quickie oh yeah when you made it sound a little bit wrong yeah like he was attacking it yeah but no i need no some affection quickies. Not other quickies. We need a little bit of stimulation. So if you're in your early 20s and you think, or at any time, but I know I was doing it in my early 20s and all through my 20s, just going, yeah, because he wants it. I'll just do it. Not just Dale, but any boyfriend at the yeah. time. It was like socially acceptable for me to just go, yeah, absolutely crack on because I know you want it. But I didn't. Yeah. You weren't now, in the mood. Now I go hell to the no-no get me in the mood and i'll do it bit of affection yeah bit of touch bit of washing up if you want if i walk in and deal's washing up i'm like fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> drop me clothes just like drop the flash yeah and i'm like come on like just thinking about me or what would help me is a massive turn on yeah you know what i'd be the same so like, when Glenn cleaned your whole house the when other that, week. Oh, when Glenn cleaned the whole house the other week, there is nothing sexier. Mm. There's just nothing sexier. No. I might get Glenn an apron for the new house and some like rubber gloves and he can pack the dishwasher. You've lost his little, little ass out. Why? Oh, I feel like that's going to give you an internal. Oh no, well, you take them off beforehand. Okay, good. Thanks. Not the sex gloves. <laughs> sex gloves. <laughs> Not the yellow sex gloves. What are they called again? Marigolds. Marigolds. 
let's yeah. bring out an, a law a, a, a business of sexy cleaning cleaning attire cleaning attire which is <laughs> specifically for men yeah to get them into the cleaning if they knew they'd get a shag every time they did a chore abs- it's like dogs learn like training them instead of a treat <laughs> to lick of a dick <laughs> wonderful <laughs> <laughs> that is wonderful what about right for you mm-hmm. when you were pregnant yeah how was the sex i was a horn dog i was horny as fuck my vagina was on heat mine was my me and my dildo mm, best friends couldn't get enough of it my lilo have you got a lilo which one so i haven't got one. that brand <laughs> I have different, and I promise to never make that noise again. Yeah, that was it was a little bit strange. But that is the noise um, that the yeah it does makes. make that noise. Um, but yeah, like higher setting, ten out of ten. <laughs> My Lilo was 10. actually in our um, hospital bag. But wouldn't it, that's meant to be really good for oxytocin. you though? Oxytocin. Oxytocin. Nipple stimulation. I, I suggested that to one of my friends when she was in labour and I was like, you need to go and rub yourself, my dear. Set yourself off. Yeah. She did it. I unfortunately didn't have time to use any of them things. But, but the intention the was intention. there and it was a good intention. Right next to the lavender spray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of zen and a little bit of... I don't know I can't think of a word that rhymes that that goes but yeah so then no, no words that rhyme with that Dale mm-hmm. was he into the pregnancy sex first time with Freddie not at all really he was like Ugh. yeah so I don't Glenn, know where Glenn was a is bit there. like Glenn not he didn't want it but he was just a bit like ooh, like he Tentative. literally no he used to say like not hurt the baby and I'd be like listen mate you've got a big dick but it's not that big yeah like it's not that big (laughs) like you're not going to be touching the baby like you really need to get that out your head yeah um second time around though he was all for it it was was really weird for the first few months it was like oh I don't know I, I we need to ask him why it like it was a thing but I don't know, he was all over us, like a little rash. Was he? And then the further... The oh, big, I can't wait for me second pregnancy. <laughs> I hope this happens to me. But then the further I got, because I was so large. Yeah. Like, it, it does get, like... It, it just I can imagine it getting to a point where it's a bit uncomfortable. Uh, well, you just... And just awkward. You can't sleep, let alone mm. knock out some thrusting. No... So, yeah, it was good until I just couldn't do it anymore because I had PGP. PG what? PGP. PGP. Yeah, What's so that? Pel- pubic or pelvic girdle pain. Basically, it felt like my vagina had dislocated. Oh. And it Is this when you were when pregnant? When I was pregnant. So from about six months, I basically, in the studio, dicked about because... And my body is used to dancing. Yeah. So I did this beautiful um, step by change step, grand jetty into a pirouette after the grand jetty. That was a completely different language to me. But in my head, I've got you twirling around, 
kicking a leg and landing basically something like that little leap anyway all right yes so well a big leap yeah Uh and then a turn right right i landed it and everyone went woo, clapped and i was like "Mm, thanks thanks i've still got it and then went but my fucking groin is killing (laughs) um rang my best friend who's a pelvic health physiotherapist she went you are a moron stop (laughs) doing stuff like that yeah like you just can't be doing stuff like that when you're carrying a massive baby so she was like you need to go to the doctors you've got or your midwife you've basically got pgp i was like what's that she went i'll send you all me me bump all the exercise basically just for me it's different the pain's different for everybody it literally felt every step it felt like my fan was dislocating Ooh. like it needed to click like yes. i couldn't lift my leg up yeah 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 um some people have to get in wheelchairs really they've got crutches there's like it literally your whole pelvis just does not feel yeah right i had to sit on a carrier bag in me a car to well, s- what the hell did a carrier bag even do to, s- to make it slidey for me ass to slide because i couldn't move me right oh. leg out of the car yeah, by yeah i get yeah. so i had to swiddle, swiddle, swiddle like like on the chair and get me both feet out at the same time instead of when you get in the, out the car today you'll go uh, and open yeah your leg. i couldn't do that oh so after that, really, I couldn't think of anything worse than, than sticking in your legs in there as well <laughs> as the funny dislocation. Oh, nah. Um, But I feel like mine and Dale's sex life, since having the kids, has ramped up. I feel like we have more of a connection, a real mm-hmm. connection, because not that we know what the body is capable of, but I feel like we've seen every part of each other, as in the ups and downs emotional yeah the physical ups and downs of a relationship and i feel like we've just gone right let's really focus on making our sex lives a priority yeah not in like a creepy dirty way but just how do you actually like to be touched mm-hmm. dale doesn't like soft touch he gets really like angry you know if you like you know tickling i feel like dale's just really aggressive in the bedroom like (laughs) bless him but like if i was i love tickling so even when i was a kid i used to love tickling my own tummy you know just as a soothing mechanism and i love that if i do that to him softly stroke him anywhere he's like, oh. it happened in bed two nights ago i'm still really angry with him so we got into bed i put my arm over him so i was the big spoon uh-huh. and my fingers not on purpose brushed his tummy and he went oh for fuck's sake get off us oh it sounds like, like glenn when you accidentally brush past his nipple <laughs> he can't bear his nipples being touched like really cannot bear the nipple being touched and he goes on ridiculous well, honestly i went who on god's green earth are you talking to and he went oh, you know i hate that sensation i went i didn't fucking mean to stroke you me fingers were opening out so that i could cuddle you and i went so you know what fuck your cuddle go to sleep by yourself good night god fucking bless and i rolled over and then the next day he was like hey, baby all right i went get off me mm. i said you upset me last night i just wanted to cuddle and he was like but you touched it i said i didn't mean to touch you like that and he was like i don't believe you maybe you were just getting on his nerves a bit that day because i feel like i would go on like that yeah if someone had been getting on my nerves 
<laughs> know what it is though sometimes i can't i can't bear to be tickled or anything or like he doesn't you know like when tickling. people like the head scratched oh, and I stuff like i i can't bear it oh, delicious. i can't bear it well i've told you my weird thing haven't i what me hit me knit comb eh no have man you were telling us about your ear, and I said, "Well, I've got oh, a weird thing shit, where I like yes. picking stuff off my head." Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I've yes, and you make it bleed. Comb. Yeah, yeah. And I make it bleed. Yeah, you, you make your head bleed, and I make my ears bleed. <laughs> Honestly, my ears today. I've I've been at them last night. Oh, get out! I know. I can't, honestly, I don't know why I can't stop cleaning my ears. It's just it feels nice. So I know. it's the same thing with my scalp. Mm. Like I, I know I've got some scabs in the front of my head at the minute and I am doing everything in my power. This is disgusting. I'm so sorry, everybody. But to not scratch them off. Mm. So that feeling of a scratch, I fucking love. Yeah. Um. So yes, I feel like we have come full circle where he understands that something's I don't like and vice versa and then other things where my body's developed so I'm really into my nipples at the minute Mm -hmm. and I never you know when people are like oh I love nipple stimulation and I'd sit there before having kids going I don't even think my nipples have a feeling Mm -hmm. they're just skin like there's no sort of nerves there's nothing and then I feel like the breastfeeding not in a sexual way but made them feel because they're yeah. fucking knacked so then when i stopped breastfeeding the the stimulate the the like nerves were awoken and now i'm like oh, i actually have see i feel like i was the opposite like i used to love nipple stuff before mm-hmm. and then since after breastfeeding i don't know i'm just not as i'm just not as into it oh. anymore i mean i still do love a bit of titty play but, but what do you do with tits? I don't know. I just put them in your mouth. You put your <laughs> no, not in me. your mouth. Not me. <laughs> I had a visual of you just like... <laughs> my, my boobs are that small. I wouldn't be able to, like, literally, I Stretch could not off, reach. strong titty. I couldn't reach my nipple, even if I wanted to. <laughs> um, I just, I wasn't blessed in the chest no, area. in the chest. Did I tell you what Dale said to us the other, the other month? When I hit um, target for weight, he pulled us aside and said, I've been thinking, and you know, once you hit target, I'll get you a boob job. Ah, and I your went, kids disappearing? No. I went, pardon? Did you want a boob job? Pardon? And he went, oh, and his face dropped and he went, oh, was that a bad thing? I went, what the fuck is wrong with my tits? And he started laughing and he went, why, why nothing but I thought it would be... And I was like, no, 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 Dale. Please digress on how my titties can do any more work for you. Because, yes, my nipples are not where they once were because I breastfed both of your children. Mm-hmm. But for me, they're a fabulous tit. And he was like, forget I said anything. Forget it. And I was like, no, no, that's going to stick with me. Yeah, that would would stick with me as well. Lift. And I was like, because don't you lose your nipple stimulate? Like, do they have to cut around your nipple? Or is that like early noughties, nineties? I I genuinely haven't got a clue. But I don't think you you lose your 
you used to. I remember that being a maybe thing. with it with like an uplift. Maybe because isn't that don't they like move the nipple? They would have to. That's the only issue with my breast. I'm you not know, that's 100% sure. breast thing. Have you heard of that? No. So your nipples, when they're in the perfect location, should be seventy high, thirty down. So seventy what? Seventy percent up. So if you if we had a ruler, right? Ah. Uh-huh. So we're going seventy. And then 30 down. So there should be like a teardrop up here. Right, yeah. yeah Whereas get, mine yeah. are 70, 30 the other way. So 30 up, 70 down. Yeah. So they're just down. Down. Because they were pulled on for a while downwards. And obviously having all that milk, they're not having the milk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But mine have got little stretch marks and that on now. They're still a good tit. My, for having small boobs, mine went massive massive when I was breastfeeding fucking huge did you like them nah yeah I'm just I'm not a boob girl you don't hear very many people with big boobs say that they love them mm. that I like I feel like I'm so used to having like quite a handful yeah just like I've literally I'm sat like with them in my hands <laughs> I don't I don't know why um <laughs> so I'm so used to having small boobs and wearing clothes that suit small boobs and wearing stuff that like when I had these big titties, I just felt like all boob. Like in my normal little vest tops and stuff, like there was just a lot of boob there and I don't know, I I, I wasn't a fan of having the boobs. No. So I feel like when you've got big boobs, people talk to your chest. Really? A lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Dale thinks I need a tit job, guys. So you know, I'm the fucking winning there, aren't I? I thought oh, you know that's the that's a good thing of putting some weight on. You've got like still holding your baby weight. Sorry, like you've got a bit of tit, but you know he wants to change that. Bastard, bloody bastard. The bastard. So, um, I don't think we've even touched the sides of sex. I know. We just digress too much. There's always so much waffle. Maybe we shouldn't even have a topic. topic. (laughs) Maybe we shouldn't plan a topic to talk about because this episode is a bit of sex and a lot of sausage, dogs. Um, So, no, but right, back to sex anyway. What about sex after birth? How long did you wait to have sex So with Freddie, I was a little horn dog. Were you? Three weeks. Three fucking weeks? Yeah. Everything was... Well, I've told you Freddie's delivery. It was just like... Yeah. If the gods could shine down and give you a perfect delivery, it that was, was that. it. And afterwards, I was like, yeah, I'm ready. And I think he thought, fuck yes. Like, he hears all these horror stories of having to wait months and months and months. Yeah. That it just went back to normal. And it was. I think I went five months, you know. Well, there we are. But even though, obviously, Oaks was small mm-hmm. and practically slipped out. And I'd checked my vagina in the mirror and all was well. I still felt a bit scared. Mm-hmm. Like just a bit, like I don't know. I just felt a bit worried about. I was tentative. I was like, right, let's just go slow. I think we started with a finger. Mm. Like, and I was like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. So we just took it easy. It wasn't like full. I suppose you could just use like a lot of lube and. Well, I was listening to a podcast and it was on about how every household should have lube in their sex lives mm-hmm. because it just makes life so much better. 
Who is this at our door? Who the fuck's at the door? Rude fuckers. Lube. Let's remember Lube. Join him, we're talking about lube. Who? Lube. Lubrication. Alright, oh, I never needed it. Did you know? I don't really need no, it either. Because then I would get sore. Oh. My mum's got a sensitive vagina. Tooth. She can't Tooth. have soaps. Yeah, yeah I, no, I'm not a fan of bubble bath in the bath. Bubbles, no, nah. she can't. No, no, no. I use the simple soaps. Mm-hmm. I, I do as well, simple. Yeah. I can't risk yeah. the, the vagina no, getting sore. Purely shopping. And like, I've still got the twat now, and I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> Very lubricated. Didn't need very much. Yeah, no, I, I don't either. Nah, fuck that. Fuck that. Well, there we are, and welcome, Tina. Welcome, <laughs> <laughs> Tina. Are you chucking us out? Yes. Bastard. Right, bye now. Love you. Love you. Oh, Out your pop. Well, it was lovely. It was lovely to see you. Friday, is it? Is this the Friday? Thursday. This is tomorrow. Hopefully the audio's clear enough to, for your little feature. <laughs> bye bye now. So there we are. That's big Tina to the podcast. She literally would have stayed and just been chatting about <laughs> her and me dad bonking. Oh my god. So Lube, there we are. I hope that audio was clear enough. She'll be fucking buzzing, you know. Just to have your mum's tuppence featured. Honestly. She's a... She's a whirlwind, is our Tina. So tell me why every household needs lube. Because I I genuinely don't think that I need lube. But if it's something that I need to... For orgasm. All right. So especially in men, sticking a bit of lube on your hand and going for it on his oh. dickage. Yeah. Like, they get to climax a lot faster. Uh-huh. The female orgasm, that helps with that as well. Yeah. Not that you're not juicy enough. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the stimulation of the clit with the lube as well. So I'd feel I don't need help with that. Mm-hmm. So, there's a negative connotation around lube, mm-hmm. that you only need lube when you're dry. Yes, yeah, yeah. But it isn't. So obviously it's, that's it's more of like thinking. a sex play thing of like... Just slipping and sliding. Uh-huh. Like that feeling of slipping and sliding. Yeah. Exactly. Use it. I mean, after I listened to this podcast, I was like, get the lube! Um, and he got this awful lube sent, because have I told you about the boxes? Excuse me, I've just had a little burp. When Dill used to work offshore, uh-huh. um, every month I would be sent a little love package. Oh, right. And it would be... What did you have to do with the love package? Just pleasure oneself. And... Oh, what? It was literally a big ass box from Love Honey. Right. loads of little toys. Yes, to candles. Love Honey, by the way. Amazing. I've just done an ad with them. Oh, and get them to sponsor! And a clit sucker. <laughs> 
<laughs> which guys i think it's the rose is it called the rose yeah it's a rose 10 out of 10 it'll Highest be the same as the lilo 10 out of 10 it'll be the same as the lilo so under our bed is just sodom and gomorrah's cell like anything mm. and everything is under there um so he got this lube out and it was like oh, where the hell have you got that from and it was a big like chunky black it wasn't just a bottle it was like a full-on hand in uh-huh. where he's got it from um and we had a great time and i was like right use that because i've never used lube before because i don't get dry mm-hmm. but that feeling across me clit of this like slack it was just mint so i'm an advocate for the old lubage okay it does get everywhere so I'll maybe do back. it I'll maybe do back. it on the day where you know you're gonna wash your bedding yeah so on a bedding day do the lubage there we are little parent tip with kids. parent <laughs> tip <laughs> how so, to there we are. continue liking your baby daddy oh lube lube and I know it must be so hard and I, I know because no what am I trying to say second time I don't think we had sex for a good few months mm-hmm. one I wasn't mentally stable yeah. two I was physically broken and three it was the last thing on a long list of bullshit that I would have to think about yeah and I think because he could see how unwell I was there was no force or push. Yeah. There was more protection because of how poorly I was. Whereas I can, I know girlfriends that have had that sort of, are we going to have sex? That pressure of, when are we going to have sex? Yeah. Like, and I think because they physically look well, but it's that mental scar of, oh, fucking hell, something has just come out of Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. It is just a bit of a worry, isn't it? Like, what's it going to feel like? Mm-hmm. Is it going to hurt? Am I going to enjoy it? Are you going to be worrying the whole time mm-hmm. that you're not enjoying it? Because mm-hmm. I've got a friend that she was stitched up wrong. Oof. So wean and pooing and sex never, ever, ever felt right. She's had to have reconstruction done. And I've got another friend that has had terrible she wasn't she, the must have stitched her up incorrectly she's getting some investigation done but our youngest child is five this year and she has had so much bother with mm-hmm. down below and then that pressure of i need to not provide for my husband but i need to actually have sex but it does not feel nice yeah and there's this pressure to make sure that that part of your relationship is still yeah because I, I do think it's a very important part of a relationship mm-hmm. and I feel like I mention this every podcast, but I feel like as long as it's communicated, mm-hmm. like the communication is the key. Mm-hmm. Communication is the key to everything. Mm-hmm. And when that falls by the wayside, everything else does. 100%. 100%. When you stop communicating about stuff and you stop talking about what's annoying you, what's what's or what you like yeah and what yeah it's really important i feel like i never told anybody how i like to be touched or have Mm -hmm. sex with until after having kids Mm -hmm. and our sex was brilliant before having kids because i told you once before he's the only man that's ever given us an orgasm penetratively Mm -hmm. and clitorally i don't know if that's a word but like before that clitorously clitoral whereas before that was just ever 
my own self or toys. So that was a massive part to being with Dale was I've never experienced all of these feelings. Yeah. Um so yeah, having that open conversation of going, actually, I know why body's worth right now because I've birthed two kids. I actually only want to be touched in this way. Yeah. So yeah, having that confidence to speak your mind. We do not have time in life for mediocre sex. Mm. Don't we don't have time for that? Mm-hmm. Ten out of ten always. Quality over quantity. Hundred percent. Communicate. Communicate what you like, what you don't like, when you want it, when you don't want it. Just communicate. Are you a nighttime sexer, or yeah, I am a nighttime morning sexer. See, I I just don't even understand how you have time in the morning. Like I genuinely only when don't the kids understand. aren't here. So oh right, okay. So asleep. you're like me. Oh, when the oh right, yeah. okay. So when the kids Eva's are out. up at four o'clock, man. What my oh. day in? Three o'clock starts just to get me rocks off. No, where no. As, as soon as Oaks is in bed, I'll just send a little text. Want to come straight upstairs? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect in every way. Communicate. Mm-hmm. So I think that is it for today. Yeah, I feel like we need to hear about. Your sex lives, we need to hear about yes. how long you waited after kids, what it was like. I mean, I don't need, like, the ins and outs. Actually, maybe we do. Yeah. I would love to hear sex stories. Please. Send them in. Send them in to the Instagram. We are at Mama Social Pod. So, thank you very much. And, uh, Lauren, I'll see you soon. Yes, you will.